0: Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app.
1: Joining us on the Roman guest line. Now, one of our favorite guests of the show. Probably one of the smartest guys I've ever talked to. Patrick Everson of Props. Patrick, thank you for joining the show. And a little birdie told me that Christmas came early for sports bettors on Sunday as the books got crushed over the weekend. What happened, Pat?
2: Well, favorites won and covered at a prolific rate, (laughs) especially the really popular favorites. My pockets thank me, Pat. uh, (laughs) I I'm, I'm sure they do. I'm glad I'm glad it worked out for you. you hey, first uh thanks to the two of you for having me on. Nick, I owe you my apologies. I don't know what happened Friday morning. That is the first time that has happened even though it is even though I'm an a possibly bad morning person, that never happens. So, <laughs> I owe you, man. My apologies. I don't know my alarm was set. I don't know what the hell happened. But anyway, let's move along. Yes, it was just you know, look, a a, a great confluence of events, you know. You get you get the Bucks, you get the Chiefs, yeah. You know, you, the the one dog that you need to not cover covers when the Ravens come all the way back. That that one didn't that one didn't help the books at all. So no, it was just uh, like I said, a good confluence of events, a great Sunday for the betters. Multiple books, including Bet MGM, BetMGM Bet nationally with Jason Scott. He told me this. Bet MGM here in Nevada with Jeff Stoneback said the same. This was the betters' best weekend of the NFL season. So alternatively, it was the books worst Sunday of the NFL season.
0: Patrick, first off, all can be forgiven. Everybody gets at least one shot at not being a good morning person. I have been there plenty of times, so don't you feel too bad about it. (laughs) Uh, Look, this season has just been just... So unpredictable in the NFL. Uh, we, we're here, you know, we're talking earlier about just the changes in odds for MVP, let alone who you think's going to win the Super Bowl and uh, uh, just game by game. Can you think of another NFL season uh, that just even comes to mind that's been a, as close to this in terms of just unpredictability week by week?
2: I think it's been a while, Nick, to your point. I mean, all you really have to look at and really even to your point is how much the Well, MVP, of course, but Super Bowl odds, how much those have shifted around? Think back to like, you know, two months ago or so, maybe a little bit more than two months now. But I if I recall correctly, Buffalo was a favorite to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, You know, so that's you know, and the Chiefs were backsliding and they weren't way backsliding. They couldn't take them back too far, even though I think they were three and four at that point. Uh, They, You know, they couldn't go too far you know, out on the chiefs or they would just get hammered. And you knew with that kind of talent, they were going to, you know, turn it around to some degree. And obviously they have, but they had fallen back a few spots and uh, you know, the bills were up and now the bills are not up. And the bills obviously had a great comeback yesterday, but still, it's another, it's another loss, no matter how good it looked. So, you know, and now you've got all of a sudden the new England Patriots right in the thick of things, they are pretty much third on the Super Bowl odds board for every, everything I've seen. So yeah, I would say it's it's very fair to call this one of the most unpredictable seasons in recent memory. Uh, it's it's been fascinating for sure, and it's been such an up and down for betters and books. The betters had a great run through October, and the books beat the hell out of them in November, and then you get this weekend here, which was all just all, a lot of chalk, a lot of public betters, very very happy.
1: Pat, I'm looking at the slate of games right now, and do you think that there's any sort of data that can support how betters play games on Saturdays. We were just talking about this in the break, but we got some Saturday football games that are starting up now all of a sudden you got the Raiders Browns and got the Patriots Colts. Does that impact anything in it, in terms of betters market or any type of trends or anything? You're way smarter than me, but I'm like Saturday is a new day to bet NFL, especially without all this college football we're used to.
2: Oh, It's always awesome to have Saturday games. It's like Christmas comes early. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I don't think it, I haven't asked about it. It's a good question. I haven't really asked about it. I wouldn't think it impacts too much you know re- you know the, the the bigger impact is is thursday with you know if team has to travel especially uh especially if i travel a decent distance you know on the sh- on the short week but that's tough for both teams the home and the road team to have the short turnaround especially if you're dinged up at all or or these COVID issues as we've seen that yeah. you know if you get in a 10-day COVID protocol and you've got a thursday game you might miss two games yeah so uh, th- I think that's that's more so with the Thursday than with the Saturday. But it would be interesting to check into. I'm sure it's, I'm sure there's uh, some you know some some numbers, some stats, some an analytics that that would uh, that might su- you know may may support the home team or how maybe the, how the home prime time game goes uh, yeah. on Saturday night. But uh, yeah, I think the Thursday game is probably a little bit more interesting. Saturday gives them a little bit more room to to kind of rest up, get healthy, that sort of thing.
0: You know, you mentioned the the Patriots and Colts playing on Saturday. It does kind of throw you off and it sneaks up and you're like, Oh yeah, Saturday games. That's right, which is great, because we get more football and I'll take it. The the Colts are an interesting team to me, Patrick, because they were three and five and I, I watched them start to trend in the right direction. And, you know, I was like, that I think that actually could still be a playoff team. Carson Wentz was obviously throwing the football a lot better. And you know, Jonathan Taylor was running the ball better than anybody in the NFL. In fact, I was so confident and I don't feel as confident about it now. I got him in, I think plus 800 to win the division because Derrick Henry had gone down. And I was like, oh, well, the the Titans are not gonna be the same without Derrick Henry. Well, I don't really feel as good about that. But just from a playoff perspective and where the Colts are right now, what's your early lean on that game against the Patriots and the Colts you know, prospects to actually get into the playoffs still?
2: I don't think you should be too unoptimistic. That's probably not the right term. <laughs> we make up words; That's it's right. fine. Sure. Pessimistic. Yeah. I, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot my my uh, uh, my antonyms today. But <laughs> don't be too pessimistic yet. Okay. This is a team that is absolutely better than its record, no question, and has some quality wins. Uh, hammered Buffalo, correct? Am I am I recalling correctly? They went to Buffalo and yep. and, and and put yep. a hurt on them. So. And, the early, and, and this is a team that's been on the sharp side many times this season. And there's an odds maker, Nick, that I speak to every Sunday night for my opening line report looking at the next week's game. And he said, we opened the game, pick them. And this is one of the first books that puts it up each week as well. We opened the game, pick them, and saw multiple sharp accounts play the Colts, quickly moving us to Indy minus one. And he told me that kind of early on during the Sunday night game last night. Later in the evening, the Colts moved to minus two against arguably the hottest team in the nfl right now and he said the colts have been getting hit by the wise guys seemingly every game for weeks now he said i definitely anticipate plenty of public support for the patriots and i'm sure he's right he said the public played the pats hard against buffalo and they were rewarded for doing so he said there's no reason i think they won't go back to the new england to new england on saturday night but uh the sharp guys are moving this number early and the sharp guys are on the colts
1: pat what lines this week do you feel like might see the most movement? i know just Keeping my eye on things, the Dallas Cowboys always get a ton of movement before kickoff, America's team, of course. The Eagles also surprisingly get a lot of love right before kickoff, and those lines fly, um, you know, right before we kick. Like, what games maybe you can look at this week that you're saying, uh, we're seeing already a lot of movement on this or a lot of money coming in on this team already, and I don't expect that to change as we get closer to Sunday.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen a lot yet, but I think, you know, sort of, related to your point this was something that jumped out at me today uh I was putting together a video to go with my opening line report and I was looking at that Packers Ravens game and you mentioned this a few weeks back and so I've tried to be a little more prepared uh Quentin, well thank you Pat when uh, when you brought this up a few <laughs> weeks ago and I was like I gotta make sure I, I gotta be on my toes here with Quentin. that's right uh, but you mentioned look ahead lines and so I'm trying to you know pay a little more attention to those not looking forward, but so much looking back and then comparing with what the number is now. And so that's why the Packers-Ravens game really jumps off the page to Mm. me. And the the look-ahead line last week was Packers 2, 2.5. Yeah. The Osmaker I spoke with Sunday night, every Sunday night, open 7. Obviously, he said that's based on LeVar Jackson not playing. The Packers are not going to be 7-point favorites if, if he heals up and he goes. But it's like the books are saying, hey, we're going to put this on the board, and we don't think he's playing. So uh, it, I just thought that was interesting that it was, you know, that the Packers were already like two, two and a half at Baltimore, and now laying a touchdown, maybe a little under a touchdown. I think the mer- first move on this was from seven to six and a half. But I think that's fascinating, and I think that's, a, that's something that, um, you know, that ca- you know, casual players – you don't want to, they, we don't all want to spend a, time, a bunch of deep diving and analytics and all that, but pay attention to those little things because when you're suddenly, uh, you know, if you were thinking, uh, you know, Packers this week or last week and now all of a sudden you're, you know, it, but you didn't pull the trigger, you know, it's not worth it now. And if you were thinking Ravens last week and you held off, well, look, they had a nice little comeback yesterday and now they're getting a touchdown. So I think that one is kind of fascinating.
0: I see the Chiefs right now on Thursday night football, an early four-point favorite at the Chargers. Are we are we back at the point now where the confidence level with the Chiefs is what it was at the beginning of the season? Or are we still kind of looking at this and going, Patrick Mahomes, I don't know. It's been about the defense recently. It's just so hard to gauge the Chiefs because of the way they started off. And now you're seeing who you'd expect to play well. And Patrick Mahomes not looking the same. And then the defense suddenly looking like a great defense when before they couldn't stop anybody. Right.
2: I, I don't think we're where we're things were at at the beginning of the season, but we're certainly trending that way. Mm. Betters are definitely getting on the bus. They've won five, you know, five or six in a row now. They're still not the spread, you know, uh, spread covering juggernaut by any means, nor have they been for really the entirety of the last two seasons. But they put a beat down on the Raiders for sure. And right now, again, the odds I speak with Sunday night for the opening line report for props.com. Uh, they actually thought about opening. They opened this game at three. And they, they, he said, we talked about opening a little higher because we know the public will hammer the chiefs. And ultimately it went to three and a half. And I think you're pointing out Nick, that there's some fours out there now as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, Kansas city is playing like the best team in the NFL this week. He said, this could be one of our biggest Thursday night decisions of the season. The book will be pulling for the chargers.
1: Wow. Pat. I need, I need some kind of clarity because I'm, I've been, Betting against the Chiefs for quite some time now. It's my, it's my past <laughs> time, But now the Chiefs starting to turn the corner. But the Chargers also are also one of my stay-away games. So this Thursday might be the first time in a long time that I sit back and just watch as a fan. Pat, thank you so much for joining us here. I can't wait to talk to you next week. But most importantly, I can't wait to follow you. We're well, not already followed. But see what you have for uh, us on Twitter as you're writing for props.com. You always put some good information out there. So thank you for joining the show.
2: Absolutely. Thank the two of you for having me. You have a great week and we'll talk
1: soon. My guy, Patrick Everson on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Let's go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.